once again, welcome everybody to our first Zoom session. I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Hopefully more people are gonna be coming in and um, let's have a good time. Let's have a good time, guys. I believe that this is gonna be yeah. more effective than the, the Insta Lives. Uh, but yeah, we are trusting God with everything. So, um, all right. So guys, the thingy, the poster that we had, obviously the, the login details that are on the poster that we put out, um, we're gonna be using those for every session that we are going to be having from now on, okay? They're not gonna change. Um, they're not gonna change. So yeah, we'll be using those. Um, let me just put them up, put up picture. Okay, I can't see it. But anyways, um, yeah, we'll be using those login details from now on. And what else? I think maybe it's okay. We can also put up a link on our profiles, the meeting link. Um, I think perhaps that will make life so much easier as well. If, if a person just wants to click the link and join the meeting, you can put that up mm. on our profiles. That is smart. Yeah. yeah and yeah. let me do that now. Is it? Okay, cool. Oh, wow. Okay. You're, just, <laughs> you're a man of action. <laughs> you don't waste time. <laughs> so, no. yeah, we will do that moving forward as well. And also, like we had promised that we are going to record the sessions and um, extract the audios and um, put them up on our Single Talks podcast. We'll open a podcast. Hopefully by the end of the week, that's going to be done or just before our next session next week, Sunday, that's going to be done. So we will also put up those links on our profiles so that you guys can access the audio versions of these sessions. Also, of course, um, because these, I think these are more intimate than the IG lives. So they might get a bit personal as time goes on. And because everybody's allowed to speak, we don't know what people are going to share. So depending on the session for the day, we will probably ask consent <laughs> from whoever speaks on that day to share the, that audio on our podcast. We're not just gonna assume things. Maybe somebody doesn't want everybody hearing their stuff. I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, what else? Um, okay, maybe just some rules. Um, okay, I've set up that when all the guests that come in, when you come in, you're automatically on mute. So we'll keep that up um, unless you want to speak. And if you do want to speak, just click on the raise hand icon, which is under reactions, and we will allow you an opportunity to speak. And don't forget to unmute yourself when you do and also mute yourself after speaking. But of course, um, as the host, I'll also be monitoring those. And then also, if you prefer typing, you can use the chat box that is also welcome for questions and suggestions or um, comments. And also, guys, with Zoom, um, there's we're going to be OK. We have a limited time of 40 minutes per session, so we will get cut off after we've exhausted those minutes. So if we are not done, guys, you can use the same login details to come back to the meeting. If we get cut off and we are not done, please come back to the meeting and we will wrap up and, and yeah. 
And then also, guys, um, you're always also welcome to share suggestions or request topics of discussions as time goes on. Um, DM us. Um, you can also put them up on the, on the chat box as the sessions go on. We will take note of those, um, of course, and look into um, discussing them in future. If there's a need for us to bring in um, experts in the field, depending on whatever that discussion is or topic is, we will do so. Um, but yeah, as you guys know, if you've been following us, you guys know at the moment, we are still having discussions on the book, Relationships and Mess with Making. Um, this is the book um, for those who don't know or don't have it. Let me just put it up. <clears throat> this is the book, all right? Relationships and Mess with Making by Timothy S. Lane and Paul Tripp. This is the book. Um, and um, if, okay, okay, we have, I have a, an, an ebook, the e-copy of the book. Um, so if you want a physical copy, it's not in most popular bookstores, um, but there are some online bookstores that it's available at. Um, I'll put up the links of those on the chat box. It's christianbooks.co.za, it's goodneighbors.org.za. It's uh, bishopsford.com. So I'm going to put up those links for you guys if you'd like to get a physical copy. A soft copy is also available on Kindle uh, or Amazon. So yeah, if you guys want to join us in reading that book on your, in your own time, and yeah, I would strongly suggest that. So yeah, I think I'm done with the announcements. Let me, let me put up those links. Uh, uh, maybe... Maybe to just add that on Amazon or Kindle, okay. it's not available on the subscription. You will have to buy the book. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. On the subscription, I think you will get the sample, but not the full book. Not the full book, is it? Okay. Yeah. It's fine. All right. No problem. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. So I think we can get on to the business of the day. Um, all right, let me, let me stop sharing that and then just um, put those links on the chat box. <clears throat> okay, that's the information. It's on the chat box pertaining to the, the books. Okay. So guys, uh, Buitumela is not going to be joining us today. So um, we've been driving those discussions on the book. Um, so today it's, uh, it's gonna, I'll be doing that with Uzake. He's also reading the book. Um, so you guys don't, don't be afraid to jump in on the discussions. So we were on chapter four, right? Which speaks about sin, right? Being one of, obviously one of, the obstacles in having godly and healthy relationships. Um, well, the biggest obstacle anyway. Well, the main one, if I may put it that way. Let me just put up, should I put up the, should I share the screen of the book of where we are? I don't know. Yeah, you may. All right. Um, okay.
Okay, <clears throat> there we go. Like, is there something you want to say first? Because we, I've been on this book, I've been here with Tumi. <laughs> is the is, is you want to jump in yeah. first, or should I go in first? Uh, but maybe let me say this, um, guys. Let me say where we left off. Nali Tumi is um, how sin affects the six ways that sin affects us in. So we'll pick it up from there. We had covered the first three, and we were left with the other three, but maybe it will be good for us to reflect on the, from the first one, you know, just to, yeah, I don't know. All right, I think you should go first, but two things I wanna say okay. before we start. Um, yeah. For those people that have never been on a, a Amazon subscription or okay. Kindle subscription to be exact, there's okay. an Audible um, app yeah yeah kindle so you go to amazon and then you you um download the app then you can have a trial a 30 days trial for okay. free so you can actually get the full audio book of relationships ms worth making oh, then nice. for the whole month you can listen to it for free then you can cancel your subscription um a day before or a few hours before but i would suggest not to cancel your Amazon subscription or your Kindle subscription, it will save you a lot of money okay. to be able to access a lot of books. You know, so that's one. Two, this book, this is one of the most terrible, terrible books I've ever re read, and I will, I will say why. <laughs> I will say why. Like it's not a, um, it, it's not a. I don't know. I don't know how to say it in English, but this book is not pop and place yeah this this is a very serious confrontational book you know it dealt with me from the first page first chapter it just i i don't know how many times i've just left and said you know what i'm not reading this chapter <laughs> and then yeah okay and i leave then i come back to it and read it and i think i've told you this before i'm that type of a person who reads a book i'll read a chapter i'll i'll take my notebook i'll write notes down yeah. and then from there i'm going to write steps on how am i going to apply this thing and i think yeah. about areas in my life that need application i write it down and i have follow-up steps on it and by the time i move to the next chapter i should have implemented chapter one so it has dealt with me um it's been very harsh uh to me i've repented i don't know how many times <laughs> you know i had to change my mindset and write uh you know action steps what am i gonna do and how am i gonna do it to ensure that i repent and i don't go back to the same actions yeah i've had to apologize to a few people i've had to fix a lot of things in my life so this is a very very confrontational book i've never read such a book that dealt with my life like that in almost every area and not just in relation romantic relationships that's the thing but also in you know professional relationships in sure. friendships um, everywhere where you have to deal with people this book is is something else that's why i say it's one of the most terrible books i've ever read it has given me so much work <laughs> <laughs> right yeah uh-huh Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, 
yeah it's very confrontational um i don't know but i like it for some reason uh maybe it's because i'm i'm one of those people who don't mind who don't mind dealing with matters of the heart i don't know um and maybe because i'm i'm also one of those um people that are are relationship orientated you know so it it wasn't an issue for me but it was there was a lot of conviction and like you're saying there's a lot of things that you're like oh my god i need to do this differently i need to repent you know i need to do this i need grace you know like i think more than anything what we have said before even with you me that this book really shows you how much of god you need you know in dealing with people um you need a lot of grace you need a lot of god you need a lot of wisdom from god uh because obviously um we, we were created by him relationships is something that comes from him and he does it best you know um and yeah so i think i think i i concur with what you're saying but yeah it deals with us in different ways but more than anything it gets us to a point where um we realize our need for god so like we were saying in chapter 4 chapter 4 deals with um our biggest problem inside of us and the biggest one being sin and how sin affects us in in six different um ways so the first thing that we spoke about the last time with utumi was self-centeredness all right and i'm just i think i'll browse through the ones that we dealt with and we will maybe go into detail with, from the fourth one so self-centeredness i'll just read the parts that are highlighted that when you reject god you create a void that cannot remain healthy and sin will lead you to instinctively um feel it with yourself so um <clears throat> whenever you reject god or you yeah whenever you reject god and stop making him the center of everything that you do the center of your relationships as well um then you 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 leave a void that can't remain empty and therefore you will fill it with yourself so everything that you will do you will do it for your own um for your own um satisfaction um for your own um selfish desires it will always be about me 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 and not consider the next person or if that thing glorifies god or not because obviously if god is the center of it all your first priority is does this glorify god what does god say about this so therefore um if you are self-centered then it means does this make me feel good <laughs> you know how what do i stand to gain from this as opposed to it glorifying god okay so and then the second thing that we spoke about was the issue of self rule that when god's wise and loving rule over you is replaced with self rule other people then become your subjects and they are expected to do your bidding and bow down to your control so um what happens then is self is the one that then now takes the lead and not god over your life and therefore you will use people as objects or, or rather you will see people um you know as subjects and people need to abide by your rules of life you are in control it's no longer god that's in control it's you who's in control and people need to bow down to you now 
you know so um that's that's what it's about then and then self-sufficiency which i think i shared last time that this is one of the areas where i struggled i've struggled a lot in my life you know um thinking that you know i don't need your help you know even now it's <laughs> it's not easy for me to ask for help i need grace you know i need grace to be able to say i'm struggling here <laughs> like you know i need help you know um um so self-sufficiency is self-sufficiency is when you reject god and you believe the intoxicating but poisonous delusion that you are not dependent you know and um God has created us to depend on him. We all have needs. He created us with needs. I mean, I think I did explain last week that even when, no, the last time, not, not last week, the other week, that when God created us, he first created an environment that would meet the needs that we would have, right? Um, when he created Adam, he created the garden first, you know, and the garden contained things that Adam would need for him to be able to thrive, you know? and also serve God and worship God and, you know, and, and just live out um, the life that God wants him to live out. You know, he created a garden that had food, you know, because God knew that Adam would need food. That's a need, there's nothing wrong with it. It's good, you know? Um, and he even created a companion. He said, it's not good for him to be alone. So there was a relational need there, you know, a relational need on a horizontal, you know, um, aspect now because God was already there and Adam had a relationship with God, but God also saw that there was a need for a horizontal relationship. And he then created um, a companion that was suitable for Adam. So that's a need, a need for relationships, a need for companionship, and that's nothing wrong with that. So somewhere, somehow with the needs that God has created us with, it shows that we are not self-sufficient, that at some point, you know, uh, we need somebody else to meet those needs or we need something else to meet those needs. You know, um, it's only God who's self-sufficient. We, we weren't made to be self-sufficient. Um, it's just unfortunate that we live in a world that makes self-sufficiency um, look glamorous, you know, uh, you know, um, and, and, and makes, um, dependency look weak, you know, um, when in fact, that's how God created us, you know, so I think that's, that's, yeah, for me, that was, that has been the biggest area um, in my life that has challenged me for most of my life, but by God's grace, I'm learning, <laughs> I'm learning to ask for help, y'all, you know, um, I'm, I, I'm learning, um, so yeah, I think, yeah, we ended there, and yeah. we were too, oh, you want to say something? Yeah, I think actually it's it's the where pride, where pride comes in. Okay, okay. Um, you know, the book calls it self-sufficiency, and I think that's exactly what pride is all about. It's it's oh. I can do this, I know this. You know, um, someone um, described pride as number one, the inability to say I'm sorry, but two, the inability to ask for help and also deeper than that the inability to see that you need help sure you know and i think one of the the things i don't like about god to be honest is that he did not make us perfect you know 
He yeah. made us imperfect so that we can rely on one another so that we can become interdependent and not necessarily dependent on people, but interdependent, interdependent on other people. Yeah. Meaning that, yeah, that I cannot exist without you and you cannot exist without me. And therefore, you know, we, we need one another. And everything that he's made preaches to that. You look at the human body. You know, Paul says it very perfectly. The hand cannot say, I don't need the eyes. Yeah. Um, the nose cannot say, I don't need the legs. And, and just the human body in itself. But also when you look at the universe, with all our planets circulating around the sun, if one planet goes missing, the whole solar system will collapse so, completely. Everything so. has been fine-tuned to rely on each other. Even nature on Earth the trees, the sea, you know, someone might think, but the sea is not significant. But if the salt level in the sea would drop 1%, human existence would totally um, vanish. You know, so there is everything around us that preaches to interdependency. Yeah. And it's like God was already saying, I'm going to make you to be interdependent mm -hmm. on other people. And I guess that is why relationships collapse. Once people don't have the ability to be vulnerable, yeah. don't realize how interdependent they are. And, and this chapter is very deep, very, sure. very deep. Sure. Amen to that. Thank you. Thank you for that insight. <clears throat> Thank you so much. For... All right. So um, Tabs and Lungile, don't forget you guys are welcome to jump in, okay? At any given point, you're welcome to jump in. So now we're gonna move on to the fourth area, which is self-righteousness. <laughs> I think this is another big one. What, is it personal? <laughs> Please take this one, because yes, it's personal. I don't like it. <laughs> Well, I think it's personal to everybody. It's not just yeah. to me. I just, I just don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Whoa. Can I, can I read this part? Okay, no problem. On, on, on self-righteousness. So, yeah. Um, that is still on page 33 of the book. When the holiness of God is not your personal standard of what is good, true, and right, you will always set yourself up as that standard. Sure. This is what happened to Kristen and Shane. Each, I, I don't know if you guys, uh, you ladies shared the, the story of Kristen and Shane. Last yes, week. We, we did. I mean, the week before. Yes, we did. Oh, all right. So I don't so, know if both. Um, this is what. Tabs was there. I'm not sure about Lungile. Lungile. Tabs. Were you there? No, I wasn't. It's my oh. first time, actually. Really? I this thing, so. Oh, yeah, ah. it's my first day. <laughs> welcome. Oh, welcome, <laughs> But are you following, though? <laughs> Were you able yeah, to? Yeah, I'm following. I'm All right. Following. But, but maybe give the background your story, um, Zake, before you move on. You can do mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. Should I give the background, or do you want to give the background? You can the give the background. It's fine. All right, so quick summary. Um, the chapter starts with a story between a couple, um, Kristen and Shane. So um, they grew up together and they were best buddies. They were best friends growing up. They loved one another. 
and um, you know each went to a different college so i think for the first time they separated but that drew them closer to one another and they ended up getting married and it's like they were achieving all their dreams you know each married their their um what would i call it um lifetime partner someone that they really spent a lot of time with and they look forward to you know to that relationship they were best friends they were achieving everything they wanted um, and they were just moving stronger and stronger together but they were not ready for a child so i think it's something they had planned uh, but then Kristen fell pregnant which was an accident and she found out she became sick and then went to the doctor then found out that she's pregnant and she was disappointed she knew that Shane is going to be even more disappointed because we we were not planning this, you know. Everything is happening according to plan. This is not in our plans. And that was the turnaround of their relationship. She told Shane he was disappointed. He blamed her for the preg unplanned pregnancy. And from there, things just started getting, you know, from worse to worse and exposed a lot of things um, they did not really realize about themselves. Their relationship was in honeymoon until that point. So from there, a lot of struggles unleashed between the two of them. So that's like a summary of the whole story. All right, so then this reads, uh, self-righteousness. So this is what happened to Kristen and Shane. Each thinks he or she is more righteous than the other. Each is very aware of the other's sin and working hard to get the other to see it meanwhile neither is looking at his or her own heart owning personal weakness and sin and seeking the help that only jesus can provide mm. this approach will invariably lead you to develop an inflated view of yourself and by necessity an overly critical view of others yeah. <laughs> you know i i think I personally think if everyone was like me, the world would be a better place. Right? You know, if, yeah, yeah, <laughs> if everyone thought like me, if everyone saw things the way I see them, the world would be perfect, yeah. you know? And that's where the big problem is right? with self-righteousness. Sure. Is that we are forever, and personally, I, I think I struggled with this thing for a long time because yeah. I've got a way that I see things and they make sense to me. And, and, you know, I've forever been trying to, if I can just get you to see what I see, mm, mm, mm. if I can just get you to understand this problem the way I understand it, everything would be easy, you know? So, like, so why are you so mad? you're making yourself a standard now. You're making yourself exactly. a standard. Yes, yes, yes. And, and if you are below that standard that I've made myself, then we are forever in conflict. And I never get to understand why are you so stupid? Like, why can you not understand this thing? It's so easy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and I think it, it, it brings me to a point that is very sore and very painful to me. Yeah. That a relationship is not about right or wrong. Yeah. It's about being good. Nice. God did not make me to be right. He made me to be good. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be wrong to be good. Sure. You know, and, and I think someone else uh, made a quote, I can't remember who the person is. Um, he said, it is better to win a relationship than to win an argument. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that has been my biggest problem is, is but I'm right. You are wrong. 
why don't you acknowledge that you are wrong and yeah. we can all be okay <laughs> you know <laughs> At yeah. what cost? At what cost? It's okay. You know, and, and, and again, it, it would be easy for me to lose people. It's always been easy all my life from when I was a teenager to lose people as long as, you know, I've won my righteousness. Sure. I know I was right. You know, sure. you can go to heaven or go to hell if you want to, but mm-hmm. I know I'm right. And therefore I'm satisfied. If I lose you, I don't even feel your absence. I don't even feel any impact. I'm okay by myself. And you've left. My righteousness makes me happy. You know, is that you will always know all your life that I was right and you were wrong. And that makes me happy. But this chapter kind of like goes the opposite direction. And I had to change a lot of things about myself. Right. Because in in Mm. now, in you... In, in you losing that person, I think this part that is highlighted, can I read it? It says here, mm-hmm. godly relationships flourish be- best between two humble people who acknowledge their weaknesses and um, sins and their need for grace. Now, a self-righteous person who denies his own need will not be a channel of grace to others. So... So when you were saying that you you would rather lose that person, so you've missed out on an opportunity to show grace or to be that channel of grace and reflect that good that you are talking about, that we've been called to be good and not just to be right, you know? So in rejecting that person, you have then missed out on that opportunity to be a channel of grace to other people or to that person that you would rather lose um, than um, not win that argument or whatever, you know? So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm fanatic. <laughs> Are you happy, Zaike? <laughs> I'm happy now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's fantastic. Can you hear us? Say hi. <laughs> And you're on mute, unmute yourself. All right, how are you today? I go and get come Thank you for joining us. So, um if there's any way where you would like to come in or whatever, please just um, click on the show hand um, or raise hand um, icon and then we'll give you an opportunity to speak. Ne? Hi, colleague. All right, okay, no problem. Okay, <clears throat> we can continue. Okay, so the next, the next one is self-satisfaction. Um, I think it's also, I think it's closely aligned or related to the first one, which is, um, what was the first one? Um, self-centeredness. The first one, sufficiency. No, no, self-centeredness. Or self-centeredness, I yeah. Yes, yes, I think these two yeah, are related. Yeah. yeah. Um, so self-centered, self-satisfaction 
um, it's when you convince yourself that satisfaction and fulfillment, oh, okay, and fulfillment can be found apart from God, you can move in two different directions, okay. Um, okay, let me read the next highlighted to give clarity on this. If you find satisfaction in material things, you will either be disinterested in relationships or you will use them to get what you want. So if you find satisfaction in people, you will use relationships for your own happiness, right? And this is not what, uh, or rather, this is a statement that would give an example to what they're they are explaining here. This is not what I expected out of this relationship. If I had known this was going to happen, I would have never begun. <laughs> so, um, yeah. okay, guys, just a quick announcement. We're gonna be kicked out in two minutes, <laughs> okay? So please guys, you can log in with the same details. Let's come back and wrap up whatever because Zoom has limited time. So if we get kicked out, we can always come back and resume um, the meeting. So I think, I think um, with whatever you have chosen, right? I want you to think about why. Why do you think this is a biggest struggle, you know? Um, or an area of struggle in your life. Um, and I think that's something that you need to confront. Um, and that's something you need to ask the Lord to help you with. Um, and yeah, of course, depending on what the root cause is as well. But I think that's just something you can't just leave Jay, but that's something you need to confront and, and just ask the Lord to help you work on that. Um, because at the end of the day, we are called to a, a Christ-like life. Um, and all these things, like we have said, these are the basic things that we struggle with uh, um, in relation to sin. So these are sinful. These are sinful because they are not the way of the Lord. You know, anything, of course, like Umfanagatiko was saying, that anything that is driven by self, is, is not of God. Uh, we need to be driven by God. We need to be driven by self. And daily we are, we, we, are, we are striving towards that. And even as the Lord continues to sanctify us, you know, those are, are things that um, we need to, to, those are the kind of the things that God highlights in our lives. I think, Zake, you, you like saying, or even when you pray, you know, I've heard you numerous times say, say that when, when the light comes and we know that Christ is the light that has come into our lives, when the light comes into our lives, it kind of, it exposes the areas that need, um, that need to be um, healed, that need to be fixed, that need to be worked on. Um, at the same time, it also, it also shows the areas that are beautiful in a room or, or admirable in a, in a room. So I think it's very important that we don't just focus on the admirables, but also most importantly, we, we confront the not so admirable parts of us that Christ has come to expose. And yeah, so I think that's the homework maybe that I'm giving you guys to find out why, why is it that you gravitate towards or you struggle with that particular area the, the most and just ask God um, to
to help you in that, you know, confront it and just ask God to help you with that. Um, okay, no problem, Tabs. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for joining. You can be excused. Thank you, Tabs. Enjoy the evening. <laughs> um, okay, so Umfanawatiko says, what if I feel like it's not a struggle, but it's a choice that I made in order to secure the borders of my heart. But that's a struggle to, that's, that's, that's a struggle on its own. Like if you feel the need to secure borders, it means there's something that you're struggling with, right? That's a sign of a struggle. If yeah. you feel the need to secure the borders of your heart, um, it might be that you struggle with trusting people, you know, or you struggle with, um, I don't know what, come on, Zaki, help me there. <laughs> I, I think, I think a struggle is, is two ways. There's yeah. offensive and defensive. Defensive, right? Yeah. So, so what you are mentioning, Fanakatiko, is a defensive uh, struggle because this has been done to you you have secured borders. So you are in a struggle, but in a defensive, because struggle is war. It is a struggle. War is war, whether it's defensive or offensive. Or offensive. You are either defending yourself from something or you are attacking sure. something. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's so clear. I think you are reminding me of something that T Timothy Keller says in his book, um, uh, Counterfeit Gods. And um, the chapter that speaks about um, love. So those are kind of the things that we idolize in our hearts. And there's a chapter that speaks about people idolizing love and that it can go mm. both ways. Like there was, um, the, there was there's an example of a woman who, who hops from one relationship to another because, you know, um, if it, they, she idolizes love so much. She's always looking for something to kind of, you know, fill that gap, you know, um, of needing mm. love inside of her. And then you, you, there's a guy who says, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want relationships. I don't want to get into a relationship because um, I've experienced so much hurt, you know? So, and mm. I don't want to be controlled by relationships. So I'm not controlled by relationships. And then Timothy says, but I'm just like, but you, it's controlling you, you know, for you to come to a point where yeah. you're like, I'm going to avoid <laughs> relationships. You think it's not controlling yeah. you. It led you to that decision. And now you are shutting people out because you are being controlled by your fear of being hurt, you know? So I think you, you put it very nicely, the issue of offense and defense, that it's still the same battle. It's just different ways you know um so mm. yeah awesome man guys is there anything else you want to say before we close the session um you can unmute yourselves you can unmute yourselves and just um and speak you don't have to type i think maybe because you you sent that um comment or question rather are you satisfied with the comments that we've made i subona next week <laughs> 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 
I know this thing it's too long, yeah, boy. Because yeah. uh, one of the things that you need to understand, we are not the same. The reason we are not the same is because we play by different set of rules. Yeah, boy. Mm. So for the fact that we play. Hello. By different of sets of rules. Local wins with this all means that he puts himself or herself in control. So there are things that you, you, you establish in your life just to regulate the way you want it. So yeah, but I think you go right. Let's keep it this way. I, I think also as we read um, the rest of chapter four for uh, all of you who are going to get a chance to complete this, there is a part that says, what about the bad things people do to me? You know, and, and it acknowledges that sometimes you are shaped the way you are shaped because of what has been done to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that also comes into effect, not necessarily only your own doings and decisions. And sometimes it's the decisions of other people that affect you. And um, it would be lovely to complete that whole chapter. So please get we the will. book and, and, and read the whole chapter. You will enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you for coming and joining us. Hopefully we'll, you'll be here next week. Eh? I hope so. Because <laughs> even today, it was a struggle to come because I just came from work and then I'm as a connector in some way. So yeah, hopefully. Uh -huh. I hope so, yeah. No, we hope that you've walked away with something valuable. So thank you I so did. much. I did. A lot. These talks are really helpful. Like, a I, lot. No, I Being single and Christian ain't easy. Right? <laughs> it's not, Shem. That's why we need each other. That's why we need relationships. That's why we need a community, you know? <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no man. But I'm not into relationships. I need to like. The church can be a community, you know. I know I'm a rangya born with Thai. Lendole inzi magatiga Thai inginga endole. That's why we are here. We are going to unpack every week, Jay, and as the Lord helps us, you know. You know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now I see why that's the very reason. That's the very reason. But as long as in our differences, we are not um, offending God, you know? Um, mm. I think, I think, uh, I think they also, I don't know if it's this book where they address the fact that 
in our uniqueness, you know, our uniqueness is should be an asset. The same way that even the Holy Trinity, as much as you know, it's God, but they are all different in their own ways, and their uniqueness actually um, is an asset to that relationship, and we actually benefit from their uniqueness. Um, you know, yeah. yes. So, so, so we we don't have to be the same. But as long as we are united in our differences and our differences don't offend God, you know, we are not different in that we are being sinful, anything like that. Yeah. So. There's, a, there's a beautiful story of a few blind people that were asked to observe a huge elephant. Okay. And the other one went and touched the, the foot of the elephant and they said, describe it. And he said, this animal looks like a long pillar. I think mm -hmm. it's a tree. Mm -hmm. So this animal must look like a tree. Then the other one touched the belly of, of, of the elephant mm. and said, this, this animal looks like a rock. And they started fighting. The other one said, no, you are lying. This thing looks like a tree. The other one says, it looks like a rock. The other one touched the ear of the elephant and said, absolutely, this thing looks like a leaf. And they, three of them fought. The other one touched the trunk and said, it looks like a snake. I'm sure it's a snake. And four of them had a fight and they separated. They hated one another for years because of how they observed an elephant. And all they were denied was an opportunity to step back and see the whole picture. The whole thing. They could have seen that all of them are right. They just saw different angles wow. and they used it to destroy one another. And sure. I think that's what we are always doing. Wow. The other person seeing the other angle and me seeing a different angle and the other one seeing another angle, it's diversity. That's how God made us to be so that I can rely on your angle to complete my story. My story is incomplete if it's only from my own angle. Wow. Thank you. Awesome. That's a big, that's, that's well, a great. Then, well, <laughs> what did you say? Oh my gosh. <laughs> ne, right no thank you thank you so much guys let's release you let's give you back your evening thank you so much for joining us may the good good lord be with you have an awesome week ahead and i hope that um that homework <laughs> we will take it seriously you know <laughs> so yes you're gonna please. do it <laughs> please all right guys thank you god bless and stay blessed Thank, Thank you. you very much. God bless Bye. you too. God bless you, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye.